Good morning, I'm Sarah French. This is WCNC Charlotte to go. Here are your top stories. First things happening today, Vice President Kamala Harris will be here in Charlotte. The Vice President expects to talk about ways to reduce gun violence during a roundtable discussion this afternoon. WCNC Charlotte's Richard Vane now live from Eastway Middle School in Charlotte this morning. Richard, the trip comes just after several deadly incidents involving young people over the last few weeks here. Absolutely correct, Ben. And even the year started with not a deadly incident, but another incident of a child, a teen with a gun in Romeo Bearden Park opening fire. Now, as we can tell you today, the vice president will be here in Charlotte to address some of these issues. Harris will be back in the Queen City talking gun violence involving teens. Harris will speak at that roundtable discussion that you mentioned held at Eastway Middle School here, where she's expected to highlight efforts by the White House to reduce gun violence in a city where stories like the Myers Park teen who was killed and a 16 year old arrested for the death of a resident at a group home in just the last few days show just how bad youth violence is in our community. Something we spoke with council member Malcolm Graham about as the new year began. Having individuals under 19 having those guns in their hands uh, with no conflict resolutions other than pulling the trigger is problematic. Very problematic indeed. Now, Harris's uh, roundtable discussion will be around 150. Of course, there she will land a lot earlier than that, so that could cause some traffic concerns as you make your way around the town today. Of course, that's something that we'll keep you updated on throughout the day. So just be aware of that as the vice president arrives and then later departs, which could affect your morning commute as well as your drive home. We're right here in East Charlotte. Richard Vane for WCNC Charlotte. All right, Richard, one person fighting for their life after a stabbing in South Charlotte. Medic confirmed the stabbing happened around 2 a.m. on Kings Ridge Drive. Where we're going to get more information about what led up to this case. Good morning, I'm Destiny Richards. As flu deaths continue to rise in the Carolinas, health experts say low vaccination rates are to blame. Here in North Carolina, flu deaths have reached nearly 100. 95 people have died, including seven children. However, hospitalizations for the flu have gone down. The most vulnerable groups are still young children and older adults, but anyone can get seriously ill if they're not vaccinated against the flu. Arguments have started in a lawsuit over state Senate district lines in North Carolina. A federal judge overseeing the case heard arguments from both sides yesterday. Black voters in the northeastern part of the state are suing to temporarily stop elections for at least two districts. They say Republican leaders drew those districts in a way that divides their communities, diluting the influence of black voters. Republicans say they never use racial data to draw those new districts. House Republicans in South Carolina have advanced a bill banning gender affirming care for minors. The help not harm, as it's called, bill would, if passed, not allow minors to undergo any gender transition treatment. The bill is set to go to the House floor for debate. This morning, Catawba Two Kings Casino is the latest business to apply for a sports betting license in North Carolina. They join popular mobile sports books like DraftKings and FanDuel in their applications. There's still a list of things that need to be done before they can start accepting bets. North Carolina leaders hope to have online sports betting up and running by March. And that's it for your morning rush. Well, driving around the Carolinas, it's a site you've probably seen before a vehicle sitting on the side of the road that's been there for a while. Abandoned vehicles can create a hazard for all drivers. So what does it take to get them removed? 
WCNC Charlotte's Megan Bragg is getting the facts in today's Verify Fact Check. We saw this post on Reddit asking why there are so many abandoned vehicles on the roads throughout Charlotte. So we're taking a look at the towing process and getting the facts. Our sources are Charlotte City Code and North Carolina law. When it comes to vehicles left on the side of the road, each city has different rules and regulations. According to the North Carolina General Statute, a vehicle that's left on public grounds for more than seven days or on someone's property for two hours without the owner's consent is considered abandoned. Charlotte City Code has the same standard saying it's unlawful for a person to leave a vehicle on public property like a street or a highway for longer than seven days on property owned by the city for 24 hours or on private property without the owner's consent for two hours. According to the NC statute, it is the responsibility of the owner to remove the vehicle. If they don't, the county can. However, in order for a vehicle to be removed from private property, the owner of the property must request for it to be removed. With your Verify Fact Check, I'm Megan Bragg. If you have something you would like verified, just email us at verify at WCNC.com. Here's what's happening across the Carolinas. Alamance Burlington School System says many of its schools still remain damaged after Tuesday's storm. Some of the schools suffered damaged ceiling tiles and significant leaks. Crew's first plan of action is to remove water damaged areas in order to prevent more mold from growing. Leaf collection rules are changing in one North Carolina city. Residents in Greensboro will no longer be allowed to rake leaves to the curb for pickup. Beginning March 1st, neighbors must collect their leaves in biodegradable paper bags. The South Carolina Department of Education is looking for help with their summer food program. The department now looking for community partners to provide food for kids through its summer break cafe. These partners will serve as sponsors and serve meals. Last summer, the program served more than a million meals to students. And that's what's happening across the Carolinas. Now to the day's checklist. Here are three stories worth knowing about today. One, this morning, a warning for families of inmates in the South Carolina correction system. Officials say scammers are asking these families for money to get their loved ones released from prison early. The South Carolina Department of Corrections says they will never call and ask for money in exchange for an early release. Number two, a couple from Huntersville now facing charges for breaking into several storage units in Iredell County. Police say the suspect's four-year-old daughter was in the car during some of those break-ins. Police now think the couple may be involved in more crimes. Both suspects are being held on a $250,000 bond. And number three, UNC Chapel Hill continuing its red-hot start to the college basketball season against NC State. The first half was extremely close with only two points separating the two teams. Eventually, the Tar Heels pulled away, winning the game 67-54. UNC is now 12-3 on the season. Larry? Well, driving around the Carolinas, it's a site you've probably seen before, a vehicle sitting on the side of the road that's been there for a while. Abandoned vehicles can create a hazard for all drivers, so what does it take to get them removed? WCNC Charlotte's Megan Bragg is getting the facts in today's Verify Fact Check. We saw this post on Reddit asking why there are so many abandoned vehicles on the roads throughout Charlotte, so we're taking a look at the towing process and getting the facts. 
Our sources are Charlotte City Code and North Carolina Law. When it comes to vehicles left on the side of the road, each city has different rules and regulations. According to the North Carolina General Statute, a vehicle that's left on public grounds for more than seven days or on someone's property for two hours without the owner's consent is considered abandoned. Charlotte City Code has the same standard saying it's unlawful for a person to leave a vehicle on public property like a street or a highway for longer than seven days on property owned by the city for 24 hours or on private property without the owner's consent for two hours. According to the NC statute, it is the responsibility of the owner to remove the vehicle. If they don't, the county can. However, in order for a vehicle to be removed from private property, the owner of the property must request for it to be removed. With your Verify Fact Check, I'm Megan Bragg. If you have something you would like verified, just email us at verify at wcnc.com. Thanks for listening. You can find these stories and more at wcnc.com. And join the WCNC Charlotte team weekday mornings, 430 to 7 a.m. Like and subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend.